Pressure's growing on the federal government to tighten up money laundering laws to force real estate agents, lawyers and accountants to declare suspicious cash transactions to that financial crime agency. Australia's one of the few economies in the developed world that doesn't have tougher money laundering laws, despite allegations that the hot real estate market has been exploited to wash dirty cash. The ABC's senior business correspondent Peter Ryan has been on the money laundering trail and he joins us in the studio this morning. Peter, good morning again. A lot of people would be probably surprised to hear that real estate agents, lawyers and accountants are immune from current money laundering laws. Why, why the delay? Why so? Well, good morning, Glenn. Yes, it is uh, pretty extraordinary. Um, anti-money laundering and counter-terror financing laws began rolling out after the 9-11 terror attacks back in 2001, Australia included. And in recent years, big banks like the Commonwealth Bank and Westpac have been snared, paying out massive fines of $700 million and $1.3 billion, respectively, for failing to report suspicious transactions. But there's been a big delay in what's known as Tranche 2, and this would compel real estate agents, lawyers and accountants to report transactions, cash transactions, over $10,000 or anything suspicious. Uh, not surprisingly, there's been a lot of industry resistance to this, but a Senate committee has been looking at it. Still at the moment, Australia is one of three major developed countries, including the US and Canada, that don't have these tougher laws. Now, one of the big anti-money laundering compliance companies, First AML, is pushing hard for that tougher tranche two to be introduced. Chief Executive Milan Cooper has written to the federal government, warning that innocent Australians need need to be protected from organised crime, especially given allegations earlier this year that Chinese money launderers have washed billions of dollars through Sydney real estate. Australia is really lagging behind the rest of the world and rolling out this tranche to legislation to lawyers, accountants and, and real estate agents. And it's essentially creating a way for criminals to exploit the Australian financial system. It's really time for Australia to do something about this. So where does Australia stand in terms of countries around the world that have actually cracked down hard on criminals by tightening up their anti-money laundering legislation? Oh, it really stands behind the rest of the world. Most of the OECD countries have adopted these rules. Certainly New Zealand has, United Kingdom has, and countries like Haiti and Madagascar are, are often put in the same category as Australia in terms of the, the level of regulation in this space. And so that that goes some way of painting a picture of sort of where Australia is sitting on the international stage. So if you're a real estate agent, a lawyer or an accountant, you have this loophole where you don't have to report those transactions or those cash transactions over $10,000. What type of activity would that potentially encourage? Yeah, so there's no requirement for lawyers, accountants or real estate agents to even inquire about where the money's coming from or even about the identity of the clients that they're working with. And so there's there's no requirement to actually, you know, satisfy yourself that you're you're not dealing with a crook. Even unwillingly or unknowingly, uh, Australian law firms, accounting firms and real estate agencies will be enabling criminals to launder their money.
So this is all about knowing your customer, but is this lack of legislation really encouraging or allowing, I suppose, criminals to use a loophole? It appears to be, yes. Um, We've had even examples from the last two months of of criminal syndicates using Australian property as a place to park money. And uh, recently, the federal police seized over $100 million worth of Sydney property from one of these groups. So indeed, this is happening right now as we speak. And the lack of controls in place around knowing your customer is, is making this easier for criminals. Has this loophole or the, or the lack of the regulation to force real estate agents to disclose these cash transactions over $10,000 in a way help to push property prices higher, particularly in a place like Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane? Yeah, there's a need for these criminals to park their money and they don't care what they're paying for a property. So, you know, it's quite easy for one to, to, to reach that sort of uh, hypothesis. Know your customer, Milan Cooper, Chief Executive of the Anti-Money Laundering Compliance Firm, First AML. Looks like they've got quite a bit of business to pursue for the moment. Peter Ryan is still with us in the studio. And in addition to money laundering, Peter, you've got a, a constant watch on the Reserve Bank and interest rates, of course. Can we now expect a rate rise in May after that evidence that the April rates freeze was a pretty close call in the end? Well, uh, that's right. Bets are slightly rising, so a 20% chance for a rate rise in May. But in those minutes, there was a big debate whether to impose another hike in April because inflation was still high. Uh, The labour market was still very tight. But in the end, uh, the argument came down to whether or not the uh, RBA needed to wait and see, given the lagging impact of 10 consecutive rate rises. But really, if you want evidence about whether or not rate rises are having any impact, have a listen to this from the online digital accounting company Henry when it comes to a tightening economy. This looks at the plight for small to medium businesses. Their survey says... 50% of sole traders say their turnover went backwards or was static in the past three months. 74% say they can't raise their prices or work more hours to compensate. 63% are saving less or having to eat into their savings just to get by. And 21% are cancelling or delaying putting money into their superannuation as a result. So some pretty strong signs that those rate rises are having an impact, certainly among small and medium businesses, as a result of consumers really trimming back their their demand. There's some evidence for the reserve to chew over. Before I let you go, Pete, real quickly, not many companies could withstand a $787 million US dollar defamation settlement without it affecting their share price. Though, on the other hand, I guess, they were being $2 billion were being sought in damages, so the market could go either way on this, couldn't it? They might say, well, it could have been worse. Well, it's uh, beyond the market, but it's about what this is saying about democracy in the United States and showing that systems of checks and balances are working. But really, Glenn, this is a, a huge black eye for Fox and for uh, Rupert Murdoch in particular. Um, you can have apologies or clarifications, but nothing speaks more than a massive fine, the equivalent of around a billion Australian dollars. And so uh, this won't be the end of this, but it does show that there's a, there's a long way to go in terms of uh, the fallout from that election and some of the claims that Fox put to air and other uh, right-wing media organisations. Peter, thanks very much. Peter Ryan, Senior Business Correspondent.